Welcome to the Six Ways to Sunday podcast, hosted by award-winning television director, documentary filmmaker, author, and speaker, Craig D. Forrest. Join Craig for the next few minutes as he interviews leaders, artists, and creatives about trends and insights shaping our digital world and faith-based media. This podcast is produced and brought to you by Matchstick Media International. Now, here's Craig. Continuing our conversation in this episode, Six Ways to Sunday podcast with Jim and Sarah Meyer, film professionals, filmmakers. What, what decided, what were the decisions uh, or the desires to headquarter and plant your flag, so to speak, plant your life in Germany? We were, um, so after Chicago, we actually moved to Singapore. Right. We were there for beautiful, three years. Beautiful city, beautiful yeah. city. Yeah, it was really, really great. When we first moved there, we moved into a, a neighborhood that didn't have any expats. So at first it was a little odd because people would really stare at us, honestly. They but didn't pick my leg hairs though. No, no. <laughs> but um, our son was born there and they have amazing curry that we would really enjoy. You know, it does, my Jim would say, unless your lip sweats, it's not good enough curry. You know, you, you go. gotta get that burn going. Mm -hmm. And um, so we were in Singapore for three years and then we relocated to Denver. But from Denver, we were with an organization that we would travel to Africa, Asia, India, um, different places around the world. And while we were there, we met a man who had come to Denver University, he and his wife, to get their daughter set up in Denver University. And this was at a time when the organization we were with was kind of shifting their focus to be more on curriculum than on video. And we'd been doing lots of documentaries, not just um, for adults, but also like a children's series to help kids understand what kids in different parts of the world are like, what their lives are like and that kind of thing. And, but the shift was starting to happen. And this couple who came, she um, was involved in theater. He was, you know, in film, but uh, was also a singer, songwriter, guitar player, which Jim is also a singer, songwriter, guitar player. And there were just all these connections. And at the point when we were feeling like, wow, we don't know what our next projects are gonna be here in Denver. He's like, man, I have like a list of a page and a half of projects. If you guys would come over to Europe and work with us, we would have lots of stuff for you to do. So it pretty much piqued our curiosity. We never thought that we would end up in Europe. Um, I mean, we, we both love Europe. Jim's family all the way back on both sides is actually German. And my one fourth of my family is German Swiss. Um, the family farm we visited is, is over 400 years old. That's just about an hour and a half south of us, just over the border in Switzerland. And so, I mean, it was intriguing to think about coming to Europe and to have all these great projects to do. So we moved here, yeah, in 2005 to yeah. do that. And we've just been loving it. We, we really decided we're gonna learn the German language. Sure. Because we really wanna, you know, make some great friendships and, you know, not be oil and water here, but really delve into the culture. And it's been so colorful to have, you know, German friends and connect, you know, with 
people in our neighborhood and do dinners together. And yeah, it's been really wonderful. And I'm sure not only have they uh, become dear friends, they, they're almost like extended family as well, right? Absolutely. Oh yeah, yeah. some of our best relationships uh, are German, our neighbors, mm -hmm. people who live in the village, you know, two minutes away. Um, so I think our strongest relationships are our German relationships here. Mm -hmm. I've seen some of the, the wonderful pictures that you've posted, and I believe uh, I'm 99% sure you have a great Instagram account that I've seen. Where can people find you on Instagram? Where can they? Yeah, that's okay. Where I think we're called <laughs> Gemstone Media Films. Okay. All right. Yeah. So go, go check them out, everyone. I want to make a little transition here because you, uh, the both of you have worked on some very uh, solid, successful uh, films recently, and talk a little bit about a film, and we'll and we'll get to the other one, The Traveler. But talk about a, a film that you worked on called The Kingdom. Um, the Kingdom is a, a film that we filmed in Kosovo, and we first heard about it um, when we have some friends who live in Pristina, and they said that they knew of an actor who had an idea for a story and wanted to talk about it. And so we did a very poor Skype, which uh, the, the internet kept breaking up and we could barely have a conversation, but we learned enough that we thought it would be interesting to learn more. And um, over time, I ended up going to Pristina and sitting down and meeting with this actor. His name was Artan Getza. I know him. I know yeah. Artan. Yeah. Uh and uh, Artan at the time was in a, like a, a police show, a 911 emergency show on Sunday nights on the television there in Pristina. And um, <clears throat> so Artan had this idea for a story. It's a prodigal son story, um, you know, where the younger son squanders everything and then uh, is in need of what does he do with his life and, you know, he, uh, he ends up coming home and and asking forgiveness from his father. And so it was a it's a, a moving story. And um, Artan shared with us how that was a touching story for him. And so he wanted to be in that story. So Artan is actually in the story. And um, we I took, you know, four or five pages of notes from conversations with him. And then we wrote this story and found the funding and uh, went back to Pristina and produced it. Excellent. And it's one, it's been in a lot, a number of film festivals, hasn't it? Yes. Uh-huh. We, we decided since we're not really well-known filmmakers in order to pique people's curiosity to see it, that if we put it in film festivals and it won awards, those little laurel leaves would capture attention of some people and pique their curiosity to watch it so at this point i think it's 124 yeah we just entered it it's it we finished it in 2017 i think um but we 16, still 16 maybe but we, anyway. it was just in a film festival in new york city the interfaith mm -hmm. um, film and music festival and it it won uh, audience choice award in oh, that wonderful back in December. So, mm -hmm. I mean, it's still encouraging to us that it, um, that people resonate with the story and, yeah. and that it touches people's hearts. And that's our whole hope. We want to, we want to create uplifting stories. 
We want to create stories that cast a vision that people can become more, become overcomers, um, to rise to something higher. And so, uh, and, and forgiveness is a big part of that in people's lives. And so uh, we, the, the, the love of the father in this story is uh, powerful. The, the actor who played the father was um, a theater actor in Kosovo and had apparently a pretty uh, good career and he had just retired and we brought him out of retirement to take this role. And uh, he was tickled because he'd never actually been in film, but he'd been on stage for 30 years. Right. And so um, he's, he's a delightful character. Was One there thing, uh, I'm sorry, go ahead. My question as an outsider, as a, a viewer, was the whole film shot in uh, Serbian with subtitles? Is that how you did it? Actually, it was Albanian. We had oh, the sure. Albanian yeah. actors, yeah. So it was quite amazing. I mean, I would say to encourage up and coming filmmakers, young filmmakers or older filmmakers who are just getting started, <laughs> uh, regardless of your age, we were encouraged how much you can do on a smaller budget. And I think what we learned was really being able to share your story well that you were wanting to tell and the passion that you share about that story as we went around from place to place to scout locations, uh, interviewing actors and um, talking to people about different props we needed, different things like that, people just bought into the story so much that especially there in Kosovo, I mean, people, they were just offering things right and left for free or for very little cost at all. Um, another thing we did, there was a hotel that we needed to film in, in Montenegro, which is six hours away from mm -hmm. the capital city uh, in Kosovo. And we really just looked up, um, I looked on Google Maps and looked for, we wanted something along the coast and found um, this city of Budva, Montenegro. And so we literally, went there and talked to two different hotels about the story and wanting to film there. And it turned out one of the hotels said, well, in exchange for drone photography, drone footage and some photography of our hotel, we'll swap with you, we'll barter with you for um, three days of filming for free instead of paying 500 euro a night for this hotel room. Right. So, you know, those kind of creative ways um, yeah. Yeah. are what we found worked really well. And again and again, so many things, our budget was amazing for, we actually filmed in three countries. We filmed Kosovo, Albania, and Montenegro. We filmed for seven weeks, had 22 main actors, um, I mean, beyond and then extras. And I think we did the whole thing for about $40,000. That's incredible. Yeah. That's absolutely incredible. Yeah. No, now I will just say real quickly that, it, it, and it's, it's more than just that. I mean, we, we spent a lot of time praying for there you go. open there you doors. Go. Mm -hmm. and, and I think that there's some real, there's something to that, that I believe that God opened doors for us and God opened doors for the project. And, uh, and for that reason, uh, we're thrilled to be able to share it. Excellent. Now, 
I'm going to transition for a second to your most recent film. I think it's, a, I know that you shot a film with John Gruders in Romania, but um, you were, uh, you know, really helping along the way on that one. But you mm -hmm. directed a film in Tajikistan uh, called The Traveler. Talk about that a little bit. The Traveler is a, uh, was a fun film project. Um, we'd been asked by somebody who was working in Tajikistan if we could create a story that would um, highlight a, a minority tribe in Tajikistan that would, because they are a minority tribe and that would um, give them greater uh, access and, and build their confidence and, and bless the people of this tribe. They're called the Yazgulomi people in Southern Tajikistan, just right on the border of Afghanistan. And the amazing thing is these people up until recently have not had a written alphabet. So the interesting aspect of this movie, we actually used the local people as actors this time. The Kingdom, we used professional actors from the National Theater of Kosovo and some television actors. The mom in the Kingdom was actually kind of like the Meryl Streep of Kosovo. But for the Traveler movie in Tajikistan, we literally used the local people. And the idea behind the film was to uh, use it actually as a literacy tool. So it was filmed in the local people's dialect and we had to do three languages. We are of course speaking English. We had somebody who knew English and Tajik, the national language of the country. And then we had to have a different guy who would know from Tajik to Yazgulyomi, the actual other diet, you know, the, the language of the actors that we had. So anytime we would film, it was English to Tajik to Yazgulyomi to Tajik to English. So it was quite a filming undertaking. But um, in the end, the movie then, we actually subtitled it in their language um, so that they're hearing their own language, but they're also seeing a lot of them for the first time, how their their language even looks written out, which wow. was pretty, pretty amazing. Their eyes must, must have just popped out of their heads like, whoa, what am I seeing? It's my language with an alphabet. Right, right. So that was really, really a neat aspect of that. And then both movies we've actually, were translating into multiple different languages, yeah. um, I think, Currently the kingdom, we've got about 18 languages and the traveler were, um, I think we're about up to 10 in that. And we continue to have people asking for these movies in their own language. And so it's fun to um, make something that then can have a broader ripple effect when it's made in different languages. Great talk with Jim and Sarah Meyer. Join us in our next episode. We'll learn more and we'll continue the conversation. Thanks. This podcast features engaging conversations with leaders, artists, and creatives sharing about current trends and insights shaping our digital world and faith-based media. Today's episode is produced by Matchstick Media International, a nonprofit that's passionate about inspiring both visionary leaders and young creatives to harness the power of media to further the gospel. To learn more, visit us at matchstickmedia.org. Now, back to Craig.